Welcome to another episode of Candid Conversations. I'm your host, Mark D. Tonight's topic of conversation is what are your fears? But like we always do at the beginning of each show, giving a shout out to entrepreneurs and business owners. Uh, first, starting out with the sister Aries Owens and her book, Hear Me Out. You can go and cop her book and follow her on Facebook and or IG as well. Also giving a shout out to the homie Ethan West and his rim repair business. Uh, You can go and follow him on Facebook and IG as well. If you're looking to get any chips, nicks or scuffs cleaned up, fixed and repaired on your rims, uh, reach out to the homie and hit him up and he'll let you know what he's able to do. Uh, Also giving a shout out to the homie. Uh, Fred Council Jr. at fconthebeats.com. You can follow him at fconthebeats on IG. If you're looking for any type of music production, if you're looking for any type of mixing, uh, studio time, uh, any beats, anything uh, concerning uh, music, reach out to the homie and a good brother as well. Also, giving a shout out to the homie Rodney Dukes, as well as myself, um, at Polish Them Off, Auto Detailing Center, and Ceramic Center. Um, We do anything from interior, exterior, complete details. We also do window tinting. We have an accessory building where we do heated seats, running boards, interior lights, exterior lights. If you're looking for a remote start, we can get that taken care of for you. Also, um, audio installation. Um, Also, I can't forget uh, my aunt, Kim Black. You can follow her on Facebook. If you're looking for any type of painting, Um, You can go and reach out to her as well if you're looking for an office painting, a home office painting. If you're looking for, you know, a painting to go in your house or in your basement, um, she personalizes everything. So reach out to her, you know, and and share with her your ideas and see what she can do for you. Uh, She's a gifted and talented artist. Uh, Now, like I was saying. The topic of conversation, what are your fears? With everything that's going on, um, this topic came up just, you know, every topic that I create is actually given to me by different uh, conversations with individuals that I have and, and, and everything. So, you know, shout out to the family. Uh, first and foremost, because, you know, you, you bring me information, you know, and I, I create topics and I create uh, different questions surrounding the topic, you know, to help people to, to think for themselves. Because a lot of what we're taught to think is based on what we've been indoctrinated with. And so what ends up happening a lot of times is the indoctrination and the beliefs that we enroll in what we often do we have we seem we 
We come off as though we have to protect those ideologies when they're not even our own personal ideologies. And so what often times happen is that in the midst of a conversation, instead of having an open dialogue, a judgment free dialogue of conversation um, to get maybe possibly even gather more information from, you know, the, the person that you're conversing with. But what we do is that if they're ideology if their belief system if their standards or if their information doesn't go along with our confirmation bias we reject it you know that can't be that's not the truth you know when getting down to the nuances of things all truth is but half truths according to the Kabbalion. And with that being said, all truths are perspective-based. A lot of our truths that we quote-unquote say is our truth oftentimes is to protect some type of trauma that we've gone through. It's not to unearth the trauma in order for us to deal with that trauma, but it's to protect it. Human ego is one of the most fragile things. It's like glass, you know, so we create boundaries. We create standards. We, we create expectations for other individuals that we ourselves don't even hold our own selves accountable for. The very things that we expect someone else to do for us, the very thing that we expect someone else to give us or, or create for us we haven't even done those things ourselves so it's unfair to to almost manipulate or force someone else to do what we can't even do for ourselves so that's why the question came about because one of the things one of the common denominators that I witnessed is that most people's fears were tied up into their egoic standards or expectations and one of the things that the late great Dr. Miles Monroe's Miles Monroe said he said that expectations breed disappointment. And throughout my life, throughout the years that I've been on this earth, throughout the many relationships that I've been in, I find that to be true. Because I didn't put the expectation on myself to be great to be a better individual, to be a better man, to be the greatest version of myself or the best version of myself that I could possibly possibly be. What I noticed in looking back and evaluating my relationships, I often put expectations on people that were unrealistic. And those expectations, if those people 
didn't live up to those expectations, I often found myself saying, um, well, I knew it because it fed into a confirmation bias of mine because of past hurts, because of past traumas, because of, uh, of my insecurities, because of my own personal fears, because of my egotistical uh, uh, beliefs. We put more stock into who we believe that we are when people show us based on what they are reflecting back to us who we are. So if you think you're a peaceful person, but yet every time you get into a, a conversation, it ends up being confrontational. You're not peaceful. You're confrontational. Because you can't, no one can mirror back to you what you are not. You know, so when it comes to business, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to family, when it comes to uh, uh, what you believe that you're capable of doing, <clears throat> excuse me. Somehow, some way, when when you look, when you evaluate everything, it's somehow tied to a fear of yours. So the question that I ask the family is, what are you going to do about it? How are you going to break that loop? Because you're. You're continually doing the same thing, the same thing, the same thing. And, and, and the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. But yet you continually doing the same thing, expecting a different result. The common denominator is you. You want everyone else to change to protect your shortcomings, your insecurities, your failures, your fears, your egos. But yet, you don't realize that the, the only person that is not changing is you. See, family, I'm about, I'm about healing. I'm about doing the work. And I promise you, family, I'm not telling you anything that I haven't done myself. Or that I'm not continually doing myself. Are you afraid of starting your own business? Are you afraid to step out and, 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 and begin to write that book? Are you afraid to, to uh, uh, um, do something that you've always loved to do? Because somewhere, the person that I won't even say the person, but individuals that was jealous and envious of you told you that you would never amount to anything. It was individuals that you hold dear, individuals that you have in your in your circle who's envious and jealous of you. They don't want you to be greater than who and what they are in this moment. So they're going, they're, they're not going to challenge you to become greater than your situation or circumstances today. And because we live in a microwave society and we live in a transactional society, what, what I see oftentimes happen is because you haven't seen the work 
the sleepless nights, the, t the blood, the sweat and tears. And then all of a sudden you see someone come out on top in, in your mind. They they have become successful. But you don't see the, the 10 years that they put into it. You don't see the preparation and the longevity that they've had and, and, and the continual uh, uh, um, questioning of themselves. You know, is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? How is it going to happen? You don't know if at one point in in their life, if they gave up on on, on their dreams or their visions. You don't know if fears or what fears have stopped them from being further than they, they are they, that being further than where they are today. You don't know. See, fears, even in my own personal life, fears have prolonged my process. It's prolonged my process as an entrepreneur. It's prolonged my process as a creative. It's prolonged my process of healing, of becoming a better man. But... One of the things that I can say is that the very moment that I decided that whatever comes, comes, the moment that I decided that I'm going to spread my wings and fly and step out on faith and believe in myself, that regardless of wherever the process takes me, I made a decision that I'm going to do it. And I've noticed one of the things that I've noticed, family, is that everything that I've loved, everything that I enjoy, everything that I cherish is part of my purpose. My purpose is, is tied into uh, my creativeness. And and. And helping people heal is part of my purpose. But see, I couldn't, I couldn't help people and give them a starting point if, if I've never experienced anything. If I've never experienced setbacks, if I've never experienced failure, and, and I still, I'm still not where I want to be. But I'm not giving up. See, when you bet on yourself, you still gonna have the, the butterflies and the nervousness but one of the things that I began to realize is that the more and more that I put my heart into it, the more and more that, that, that I'm concerned about it being the best possible uh, uh, um, version of myself, 
so that I can be available, excuse me, to give it to other people. And, 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 and those who are close to me, I always joke, you know, my purpose is for the people, but yet I'm an introvert. I'm a very private person. You know, I have my core friends. I have my loved ones. I have, you know, uh, uh, the business, my, my co-workers, you know, uh, those who I'm in business with, you know, employees. And, and it's still it's still a leap of faith. It's still a leap of faith. Even when things are not going uh, the way that you want them to be. And, and that's a fear of, uh, of not being in control. See, all throughout our lives, we can see the moments and the, and, and the things that we fear. We can see it. But see, so many of us have never been pulled on the carpet and been challenged to deal with our fears. So we've been allowed to project it on the others. We get into a relationship um, and our fears, insecurities, and our ego um, is not us, it's them. They're the problem. But what are you looking to give into this relationship? See, because when you give without any expectation of reciprocity, that's a heart gift. See, expectations is surrounded by fears. I'm going to do this and I expect you to reciprocate it. And if you don't, you're letting me know that I'm not worth it. Well, first of all, if you was worth it, you would already know that you're worth it. So you don't need anyone to, to validate who or what you are. But you're doing stuff because you're afraid that you're not good enough. So you surround yourself with people who tell you how good and how great you are. But you don't have people around you who are honest and truthful with you. You cut yourself off from everybody because you're afraid to get hurt. Well, I was raised in the era where kids played outside. So getting scrapes and scratches and bruises and broken bones was part of growing up. So when did we when did we become such a sensitive society? We're looking for the sure thing. We're looking for the sure win. We're looking for the sure relationship. There's no such thing as a surety. 
Life comes with ups, with downs. Life comes with failures, successes. It comes with setbacks. It comes with growth. It comes with maturity. It comes with the, the loss. That's life. Will it hurt? Of course. Of course it will. And I'd be remiss to sit up here and to tell you that when you go through bad times or hard times, that you're not supposed to think or have certain thoughts or you're not supposed to feel some type of way. I'd be ignorant to tell you that. But see, the thing, family, is that, you know, like I said, I go back to betting on yourself. Bet on yourself to the point where win, lose, fail, succeed, there's you understand that there's a lesson involved in it somehow, somewhere. But it's a process. And every setback, you're getting a part of the lesson to a bigger picture. So when when we understand this, we don't mind putting one foot in front of the other. See, because fears, fears can, of course, I don't speak in absolutes, but fears can freeze you. You go into a frozen state. And you're like, nope, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this. I'm safe in my nine to five. And if that's your purpose, I, I, trust me, I'm not speaking ill will. I worked nine to fives for many a years. Worked two jobs, sometimes three jobs. I've been there. But at what point do you say enough is enough? At what point do you say, you know what? I may have to work this nine to five, but I'm going to work on my business from six to eight. Or if you have a family, I'm on, once I get them settled and get them in the bed, then from 10 to 12, I'm going to work on my business. I hear people always talking about these vision boards you know um at the beginning of each year you know create a vision board create a vision board and i understand that the scriptures say you know write a vision and make it plain but what i'm noticing is that a lot of people are creating these vision boards at the beginning of every year but they have no plan of action to go with that vision they're not putting any work into it, any time into it. Because the people that I know that get in a in a, a, a place where they end up doing or being able to do whatever they want to do, they may get three to five hours of sleep a night. You can't be afraid to move. 
Because like I said, family, fear will freeze you. Fear will stop you from getting that job promotion. Fear will stop you from stepping out on faith to start your own business. Fear will even stop you from uh, uh, repenting or asking for forgiveness from someone. But see, the only thing that you can control is you. You can't control the outcome. You can manipulate the outcome, but you can't control the outcome. And so most people, when they realize that they can't control other people, they try and manipulate other people in order to control a particular outcome. Well, I can't control um, who you are. I hear that relationships all the time. I'm not control uh, the way you do things, but yet they make their their significant other or their spouse's life a living hell. That's manipulation. Control is rooted in fear. Manipulation is rooted in fear. So. What are you afraid of? Because see, it goes back to accountability, family. When it gets down to who and what you are, the reason why it hasn't, nothing has changed is because you refuse to take accountability for it. You may not be able to take accountability for that situation, but you can take accountability for your response. And because people in relationships or who have been in relationships and that relationship didn't work out the way they wanted it to work out. So what they do is I'm never going to go through this again. I've spoken on that before. That's a fear. The lesson was there to teach you something. But what you've done is that you've taken that, you rooted your standards and your expectations and your belief systems in fear now. And fear has become your confidant. So every decision you make, whether it be job related, whether it be relationship related, uh, uh, family related, intimate uh, relationships related. Your decisions is based on fear. I'm not going to do this uh, or I'm not going to say this because what if I don't get the response that I want? So a lot of people will never live their life to the fullest because of fear. I seen on social media uh, today uh, one of the young ladies that I used to work with, she went to Hawaii and she got pictures of her skydiving. You know, the type of freedom for those who have skydived before. I myself have only been once. But there is, a, trust me, 
um, initially there's a huge fear there. <laughs> but the sense of freedom to just spread your arms and to put your legs a certain way and just free fall for a minute. Once you get past that initial fear and you open your eyes and you see, you see at an altitude that a lot of people will never get the opportunity to see. See, when, when you do things like that, the fear of the outcome is gone. You're there for the experience. You're there to experience that moment in time. If we worked that way, whether it's on our own, on our own business, whether it's on our own creative craft, whether it's in our relationships, if we've worked just to enjoy and experience the moment and to appreciate that experience, no telling where we'd be. But like I said, we're so caught up in expectations. We're so caught up in our own ego. We're so caught up in our own fears, our own insecurities, and we want people around us that's going to protect all of that. We don't want people around us that's going to challenge that because it's going to challenge us to grow and to mature out of that. We enjoy people around us that's going to protect our insecurities. I enjoy people around me, though I may not like it in the moment, that challenges me. I'm not talking about disrespectfulness. Uh, you know, let's use common sense, family. But to be challenged to greatness by those who truly love you and who have your best interests at heart. You have people who are in your immediate circle that shouldn't be there because all they're doing is protecting your fears you gave them the key to your fears and so when they feed into that see because there's always pros and cons to every decision there's, I mean, it's a yin and a yang. There's always going to be a balance. So you're never going to get a sure thing. 
if I do this, I'm going to get this. Well, no, because it took a whole lot of decisions and choices. And it still might not quite end up the way you thought it was going to happen. Like I said, family, what you fear is holding you back. Now, I, I get it on the opposite end of the spectrum. What you fear may be protecting you. I get that. Like I said, there's a yin and yang to everything. You can't have one without the other. You can't have good without bad. You can't have right without wrong. You can't have light without darkness. They complement one another. This is why the infamous saying opposites attract. Because the opposites complement each other. The Kabbalians say that the spectrum is only decided by a number of degrees. So hot and cold is on the same plane, same spectrum, but only separated by degrees. So 70 to one person may be hot. 70 to another person may be cold. So in either way you go, if you go to 71, it's going to be hotter. If you go to 69, it's going to be colder. So one degree is always going to be hotter. One degree is always going to be colder. So when you talk about relationships, the fear is that I don't want to get hurt. Well, you're going to get hurt. Somebody is going to do something that you don't like. Somebody has probably already hurt you in a way that you felt that you would never recover from. But yet, look at you, you recovered. You made it out. You made it through. You can take that victory and you can use it as uh, uh, something to propel you forward. Or you can use it as something that freezes you in place. That decision is yours. You know, so, you know, looking back at my life, you know, when it came to relationships, I've, I've expressed to the family before, one of the things that I had to work through was abandonment issues. You know, which a lot of us go through And so we look for relationships that's going to protect our abandonment issues. We look for relationships that's going to protect our mommy and daddy issues. You know, 
And the thing that I had to deal with family is that within my abandonment issues, you know, I've said it before, I had to forgive both my mother and my father for what I perceive was abandonment. And of course, you know, in some degree they did um, for a lack of uh, emotional stability. But see, if we're not willing, if we're afraid to do the shadow work within ourselves, how, how can we grow? How can we mature? This is why chronologically you got people who are 40, 50, 60 years old and still have the mind of a 15 and 20 year old. It's called arrested development. Chronologically, they're old, but spiritually and emotionally, they're still immature. So at what point, like I said, the fear of accountability ha has made everybody just say in 15 relationships, all of those relationships, it was all them and not me. People treat me a certain way at work. It's not me, it's them. But yet you got the sassy mouth. You disrespectful in conversation. You're demeaning in conversation. But it's not you. Then you have the audacity to get mad at how they respond at you. Whatever mask you created to protect that fear and that insecurity, you need to deal with it. See, because when, when you start healing yourself individually, uh, whether it be through spirit work, whether it be through clinical work, Accountability has to be taken. See, because accountability takes you out of victim mentality and picks you into uh, the lane to being a victor. So you have to decide which one you're going to be. Are you going to remain a victim all your life? Or are you going to be victorious of the situations that you've come through. That's why I said healing ain't no game, family. Healing takes real work. Healing takes real work. And see, relationships is the test to see exactly how far and, and how much work you've actually done. See, that's what we don't like to discuss and talk about. <coughs> mm, excuse me. It's our relationships. That's the true proving ground 
of the work that we've put into ourselves. So if you haven't overcome one fear, and there's no time frame, and and I know that we would like to put time frames and limitations on when people grow up and mature and matriculate, but I, I, I get that there's not a said time, there's not a said moment. We all have our own process. And so what ends up happening so many times is that because we don't want to do the shadow work of our shadow self, if you can't even acknowledge that, you're going to always be needing to be felt as if everyone only sees the light side of you. And so you're so focused on that. The scriptures say that pride cometh before the fall. Pride is the haughtiness of an individual who can't even acknowledge that they have shit that they need to work on. Stop using, uh, 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 I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect, family. So if we understand this, if we understand this and if we know this because we're intelligent beings, then we don't have to keep saying that to every person that we get into a relationship or start a relationship. Oh, I'm a work in progress. God damn it. I know that you are a work in progress. I see your faults. I see your shortcomings. But yet I still chose to to relate to you I still want to get to know you yeah this job has a lot of things that uh, 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 needs to be worked out yeah this company needs to work on these issues over here But are you going to stop if you are you going to stop that from um, allowing yourself making the decision to move forward? Fear is a motherfucker. And I'm, I'm here to tell you personally, family, fear. Hmm. Fear is something to be reckoned with. Because fear will have us stuck in our own mind. Playing out a scenario. Replaying out situations. But what's done is done. What's done can't be changed. The past is the past. But I get it. It's hard. You just want to be safe. You just want to be secure. What if I was to tell you that your greatness 
and your purpose is intertwined in some of the hellish situations that you have yet to go through, would you still go through it? If some of the worst situations that you have yet to go through, if I told you that your greatness and everything that you wanted was on the other side of that hell, would you still go through it? See, most people will say, I don't know. And the reason why they say that they don't know is because they're letting you know that there's an unsurety there. There's an... It, it, it's not good to be sure of everything in life. You don't know what decisions will allow you to go through that hell smoother. But if you choose not to go if you allow fear to stop you then you will truly never know you'll truly never know So what fear is stopping you from moving forward? Excuse me. What fear is stopping you? What is fear stopping you from starting that business? Is fear stopping you from being a creative? Is fear stopping you from the relationship that you've been waiting for for the past five, ten years? We don't know if anything is ever going to work out to our liking. But we also won't know if it will or if it does work out if we don't go if we don't move if we don't do it if we don't say something see in every person that you're in relationship with whether it be intimate whether it be a co-worker whether it be family whether it be the mailman we all relate to people that's in our lives, that come in and out of our lives on a consistent daily basis. We're in relationship with them. We understand that there's levels to this. But in that relationship with that individual, is it one of love or is it one of control? Because if you're trying to control that relationship, that means that relationship is rooted in fear. So ask yourself, within that particular relationship, what are you afraid of? 
you know, so. You got to ask yourself, family, and you got to be real honest with yourself. You know, I did a show, um, but I up uploaded it ye yesterday. Talking about entropy in relationships. Because we all create entropy. A lot of the chaos that we create inside of our relationships based off of fear, insecurity, and or ego. One of the three. But fear usually runs your ego and your insecurities. Fear is usually the ringmaster of the three. So, I mean, what are you going to do about it? Does your fear bring you some sense of entitlement? I've gone through hell, so I deserve this. You only deserve who and what you are. Nothing more, nothing less. I say it all the time. You, how you going to manifest or get what you are not? You deserve who you are. You a control freak because you're afraid to not be in control. You're outcome-based because you fear of living in the moment. I want this particular outcome. And it's not, don't get me wrong, family. It's not a problem wanting what you want. But one of the things that I could say is that in the, in the beginning of starting this podcast, you know, uh, I wanted it to grow a certain way. I wanted to be a certain way. And, and I was trying to control all aspects of it. But I can say that when these with, within the past six months to a year, I've enjoyed this process. I've enjoyed the ride. Some nights I come before you uh, when I do live shows. Um, I'm tired. But I, I enjoy speaking to the family. Because my thing is, if I can help one person heal, if I can help uh, uh, someone to get a start, on their healing process, on their journey to recovery. And becoming your authentic self, then I've done I've done what I was created to do. I'm here to help the family think for themselves. And I'm here that if you don't know where to start I I hopefully I help give you a starting point 
but Look, family. Stop. I won't say stop because I, I know it's difficult at times. But I, ju- I just seen a notification that one of my brethren um, lost his son. Tomorrow isn't promised to you. Tomorrow is in promise. Mm. Just the people in your life, love on them, cherish them, appreciate them. Because you never know when it's their time. Stop being afraid to show a people that you appreciate them for being in your life. But like I always do, I'm I'm gonna wrap up. That just that hit me hard. Um just what you know, what are your fears? I go back to that question. What are your fears? What fears are stopping you from being the best version of yourself? What fears are stopping you for from giving all of yourself? Because there's no time like the present. What fears are stopping you from being the creative? I I keep asking you that. What fears are stopping you from starting your own business? What fears are stopping you from writing that book? Hmm? What fears are stopping you from loving? Are you going to allow your fears to hold you hostage or to propel you forward? But that's my time. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And until the next time, this has been another episode of Candid Conversations. Of course, I'm your host, Mark D. Giving a shout out to my sister, Aries Owens, to my brother, Ethan West, to my brother, Fred Council Jr., and to my big homie, Rodney Dukes. Deuces.